Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to this week on Life on Course. I got a very special guest in Cooper Dossey. He's been a great friend of mine going all the way back till we were probably 10 years old. So uh, we've gotten to know each other, grow up around each other and spend four years at Baylor. So it's been amazing. Enjoy the podcast. He is a two-time All-American. He played in the 2020 Palmer Cup winner of the 2019 North and South Amateur, a three-time medalist in college, and a current Twitch streamer by the username of StutterKing18, Cooper Dossey. Welcome on the podcast. Thank you, sir. It's good to be here. And if you want to give me a follow on Twitch, it's the StutterKing18. Love it. So you just had some new news come up in your life, something a little little life-changing you got engaged this last Tuesday I want you to tell everyone about it where it happened how you're feeling and if we can get the whoop numbers for it I'd love to see your heart rate yeah so um I've been dating Ashley um for just under two and a half years and um over New Year's uh, I asked her dad to if I could have his uh permission to marry his daughter um and so i've been planning this for over or just about two months now um and uh, on tuesday at her last uh cheer game i proposed to her um and in terms of the details um i i asked uh the mc to um recognize her and her co-captain Brie uh for all that they've done for Baylor cheer and over the last two months, it's been really hard to keep a secret. Um, she hates surprises. Um, and so um, he did a really good job of keeping it like an award. And so Ashley, and so Ashley thought that she was going to win an award that night. Um, and basically what happened is as he was recognizing them as captains, I walked down the stairs um, and then he said, um, Ashley, we have a surprise for you. And um, he said, basically, like, it's your boyfriend, Cooper Dossey. And I got on my knee and proposed. And um, it was just as special as I uh, had planned it to be. Um, Ashley had no idea. She thought I was going to propose in March. Um, and so it was, it was an awesome night. And um, like I said, like, Ashley hates uh, surprises. Um, and so uh, for for some reason, I was able to keep it a surprise, and I'm very thankful um, that it went the way that it did. But yeah, we're engaged now, and um, it was really special. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, does it still feel kind of weird to say that you're engaged? It does. I mean, I got two and a half months left uh, in my fifth year at college, and so <laughs> um, I remember playing um, a couple years ago with a kid from BYU, um, Patrick Fishburn, I believe his name was, um, and he was married. And I always thought it was weird that he was married, uh, but now yeah. I mean, it's pretty similar. Um, and so, yeah, it, it definitely feels weird. But um, I think that in terms of where our life is going after college, it made sense. And uh, moving forward, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see where it, it, it uh, takes us. Yeah, I'm so excited for y'all, I think. Ever since y'all were together, I always saw something in y'all, and I'm just so happy for y'all. Uh, so when and where is this bachelor party going to be at? 
Uh, it's not going to be Las Vegas. It's going to be super <laughs> long, um, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, I mean, before Baylor, I don't think we either one of us thought that we were going to come here in the beginning. I mean, we were both committed to different schools. We were great friends, but, uh, you know, what kind of changed in, you know, your decision? I know you had kind of tough recruiting uh, time as I did. So what kind of changed and like, how have you, you know, really just enjoyed Baylor so far? Um, I committed at Texas A&M as a sophomore in high school and I've spoke a lot at, or I've spoke about it um, a couple of times before, but uh, Brad Dockey committed to Oklahoma in seventh grade and me and him were in the same, uh, the same class. And so I think Brad uh, created a bunch of, uh, a bunch of stress uh, um, in, in our class, uh, but also in 2017 class, 26 or 2018 class, um, just because in, in golf, uh, before Brad, committing early wasn't a thing. Um, and so when he committed to OU in seventh grade, you know, it, it made a, a lot of kids um, rethink the recruiting process. And so I became close friends with, with a, a, a lot of guys that had Aggie ties. Um, and A&M was my favorite school during the, the process. And so I committed to A&M my sophomore year of college. And then um, entering my senior year, um, the summer before Coach McGraw um, became the head coach at Baylor. And um, everybody knows the history of Coach McGraw in, in Oklahoma State and how much he meant to Oklahoma State and how respected he was as a coach. Um, and so my brother Luke went on a visit to Baylor um, because Baylor's in our blood. I think I've had over 34 members of my family go to Baylor. Um, and, when he, and when he came back to Austin, um, he, um, Luke had great things to say about Coach McGraw, about Baylor, and about the plans for the future of Baylor. Uh, and so a couple weeks before I signed to A&M, I had asked Coach Higgins um, to go on an official visit to Baylor just to make sure that, for one, A&M is where God wanted me, uh, but for two, uh, just to make sure that Baylor wasn't where God wanted me. Um, and when I went out and when I went on my visit, uh, Baylor was everything and more. And so I signed to Baylor. Um, and ever since I've gotten to Baylor, um, I think I've grown um, as a person um, and as a golfer. And I think um, be between those two, more importantly, as a person, I've met some incredible people. Um, my teammates have uh meant the most to me, but most importantly, I've learned uh, what team golf looks like. Uh, and um, because in, in golf team is not mentioned, it's all individual. Um, and so I think that uh, since being at Baylor, the, the most important thing I've learned um, is to be grateful to be on a team um, and to learn that being on a team is very rare in our sport. Uh, and so I, I I think looking back, that's the thing I'm most great, uh, grateful for. Yeah, that's awesome. And then, as you mentioned before, your faith has played a big part in your life. Um, I've always looked up to you in that department um, and then really just in everything. So how has faith really played a part in your life and just developing 
developing you as a person and as a golfer? I grew up in a family that, um, or I grew up in a Christian household. And so my parents, they portrayed um, our faith before golf. And so uh, throughout my life, my faith has always been more more important than my golf game. And I've had yeah. great success on the golf course. I've had many wins. Uh, I've had many, I've been a part of many good teams. And so I think that my grandpa, the greatest statement that I've ever heard uh, in my life is from my grandpa. He said that, uh, I think, I'm trying to think of it. Uh, <laughs> he said, uh, golf is not who I am. It is what I do. And yeah. so uh, I think when I got to college, I learned that I needed to uh, own my own faith. Uh, I lived my parents' faith out in high school and I was almost kind of fake because I didn't take it as my own. And when I got to college, he, uh, or, uh, I got to college and I, I learned what it meant to own my faith, to make it my own. And so I've had many injuries in college. Uh, I've had many negatives, many positives, highs and lows. And so I've learned that through all the highs and all the lows that God remains the same. Uh, he loves me the same, no matter if I win a tournament or if I finished at last. And so my faith means the most to me because without it, I don't think I am who I am. I don't think I'm as talented as I am. And uh, I think that, like, you, I mean, to answer your question, I think that my faith will always be more important than my golf game. And it's not something that I'm perfect at. I fail every day at it. I, I think that it's really easy to fall into the, the ways of the world to give into the easy uh, temptations. Um, but I think that knowing that if, uh, like what my grandpa said, that golf is not who I am, it's what I do. If I can play golf, and recognize that my, my platform is on the golf course to spread God's word, then, you know, that's all that uh, God's asked me to do. And I feel like I can only get better at it because I haven't mastered it by any means. I have not perfect at it. And so I'm just, I'm still learning and I can't wait to see what God has in store for me moving forward. Yeah. I love that Cooper. I think that, you know, God's played a big, big part in all of our lives. And I think that you have the best perspective of, golf you know when you step out on the golf course you obviously you care about what you shoot and different things like that but I think that at the end of the day you know you still have that mindset of you know golf's it's not as important as what people you know think it is and you know that's something I really think is inspiring about the way you treat golf so you came back to Baylor for a COVID fifth year. You know, after four years in college, you were planning on turning pro. You had a great four years. You won three times. Uh, why did you come back for another year? Um, it was a quick decision. Uh, Colin Coburn and I have grown really close over the last uh, four years. And um, I was at Ken uh, Kennedy Q School, actually, and he – had called me and said that no matter what happens with eligibility, I'm coming back to Baylor, whether that meant to play golf and do school or just do school. 
And so that made my decision pretty easy. I spent about three days talking about it with my parents in Cushbergaw. And I, I came, I, I think Colin and I were the first two to say that uh, we were coming back. Uh, and I think at Baylor, we've created this like brotherhood. I think you can attest to that. We love each other as we were brothers. Uh, we're, not, we're not just teammates. Uh, we're not, and most certainly, we're not just golfers. And I think we look past our flaws. We look past our bad golf rounds. And I think for that, we've created some different type of chemistry that's not on other golf teams. Uh, it's very rare that you find a, a, a golf team where uh, you don't dislike anybody on your team. Um, and so I think that be, because of that brotherhood that we built, because of the accountability, because of all that, uh, I, I, it just made the decision very easy. And the easy answer is to say that I, I mean, I had nowhere to play, but uh, that's not what made me come back to Baylor. What, what, what made me come back is I would have regretted in five years if somebody uh, asked me, why didn't you have four chances at competing for a national championship? And so yeah. that's why I came back. You know, I, I, I love all the guys here and I, I love the chemistry that we've built, but more importantly, I am very hungry uh, to, win that, to win a national championship. And we came very close my freshman year and we haven't gotten very close the next you know, couple of years. And so this year, uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be very special. I'm very confident in the talent that we have and it's just about clicking at the right time. Yeah, I know that the last couple of years, we haven't been very close at nationals. I think we've come in at almost dead last at the last two. And I think that we all have that kind of you know, fire that we want to go out and, you know, show everyone that we're better than that. And, um, yeah, I mean, Baylor golf is, it's more than just the players, the team. I mean, it's a family. It truly is. So what are your plans after graduation coming this May? Um, I, I think that uh, one thing I've learned from Coach McGraw and a couple of my mentors is just to be present. Um, I've got, you know, some goals once I leave Baylor, but I'm trying really hard to stay steadfast in the present um, to a, a, appreciate the opportunity that I have as a fifth year senior. And so my first goal is to win a national championship. And I think that after college, uh, I think I've always dreamed of being a professional golfer. It's something that I've always uh, just always wanted to do, whether it was in preschool, you know, asking or if my teacher asked what job I wanted or if it was now, if I'm in a class where they're asking me what I want to do with sport afterwards, I've, I've always wanted to be a professional golfer. Or golfer. And so uh, I, I, I think in terms of my, my plans after college, I'm going to move to Dallas. Uh, I'm going to move up, up north and I'm going to leave Austin behind. Uh, I've lived there my whole life. And so that's going to be uh, But uh, I'm playing Canada Q School this, this spring. And I'm doing that just in case I don't get any status from any ranking or anything. I just like to have. Uh, some confidence that I know where I'll be playing this summer. And then hopefully uh, that goes well. Hopefully I'll play well in Corn Prairie Q School. And 
I think it's just a really cool time in my life. You know, I've been, I just got engaged and we're planning a wedding and I'm about to play pro uh, professional golf. Those are two of the biggest dreams I've had since a little kid is to meet the love of my life uh, and then to play golf professionally. You know, I don't have to work nine to five in a, in a cube. I get to go play golf. And so, you know, in terms of my plans, I wish I could tell you, I don't know them, but yeah. I'm really excited to see what God has in store for me. And as of now, my plan is planning a wedding and planning. <laughs> yeah. That's some stressful stuff. I mean, it's a lot of here. Here's, here's, I'll explain it. The hard part is over. Um, I got a ring. I proposed and my, she said yes. And she said yes. And my job is done. And all I got to do is either one answer yes or two ask her which one of the two is her favorite and then say yeah i was thinking of that one and so my job yep. uh and i get to play golf every day after college and get to you know continue to plan a wedding so i've got i've got two good good steps in the future yeah can't beat that yes sir so uh a kind of hot topic that we had on our golf team lately your short game i mean it's pretty good if I'm being honest, would you say it's genetics or, you know, kind of a skill? Uh, I think it's important <laughs> to understand for the viewers that I am not, <laughs> I'm not an academic. And so when it comes to, to genetics, I'm extremely uneducated, but after listening to, or after listening in, to Colin, who is arguably one of the one of the strongest academics I've ever met. I think that genetics helps me and it 100% doesn't hurt me. And so, yes, I've put in a lot of hours into my short game. I've never let anyone teach me how to chip or how to hit flop shots. And so that would be an argument to his, um, to his side. But at, at the same time, I think that Genetics does have a have a play in terms of your feel, your your natural abilities, and so I do have to agree with Colin in that a lot of my short game does stem from genetics. But this is to you, Colin. I have put a lot of hours in, and I know you have, but I guess I put more hours in if you're talking about my short game, Colin. So that's what I'll say. At Colin. At Colin Cobert, yes. Cold beer Cobert. All right. And then just kind of, you know, you're a pretty good golfer. So what's it like, you know, just living you're in Waco, Texas, you know, just being the Baylor golf player of the decade, you know, how, how does that feel? It's, it's, I'm not, I'm a humble guy, but dang, <laughs> player of the decade. I mean, there's nobody else uh, between 2010 and 2020 that can say they're a player of the decade. Um, and so I've gotten a lot of heat for it, uh, but uh, all those guys giving me heat are just completely jealous of the, of the fact that I am the Baylor Lariat and the Waco News player of the decade. <laughs> and I, that's such a great answer. <laughs> Okay, so would I'll, I'll give the 
listeners kind of background you love to play video games mm-hmm. i mean personally i don't even know what games you play these days i know you used to like fortnite mm-hmm. but uh would you rather be a gamer or twitch for a million dollars a year or turn pro like you are now and i'm going to put in parentheses real quick if you are a potential or future sponsor of cooper just fast forward about i don't know 30 seconds or a minute just so you don't hear this answer um you know i think that golf always been my dream and so yes i mean the obvious answer is golf i think that's very obvious but i think that uh video games is like my out i think i'm secretly an introvert um although other people think i'm an extrovert i battle a stutter and with video games i've been able to attack my stutter that's my gamer tag stutter king and so um i would choose golf (laughs) i would choose golf but at the end of the day like uh, i think Video games, some people see it as lame and um, not, not, not necessarily beneficial, but for me, it's a way to connect with my brother back home and with my friends that are not in Waco. Yep. And then we got some stories about you. Um, so you had a breakthrough moment when you were in the drive through lane at In-N-Out. Uh, would you care to explain we're calling a timeout right now i gotta poop (laughs) oh my god all right we'll pause this all right we're back so you had a breakthrough moment (laughs) at the in and out drive-through do you care to explain what happened there yeah so i battled a stutter since i was in fifth grade and so on this podcast if you've heard me mumble or use starter words as an um or like that's why and so uh in and out i have a i have a hard time ordering at restaurants whether it's fast food or at an actual dinner and so at in and out i was a freshman in 2016 and 2017 with a senior jackson hazel and he had challenged me to order the hardest word i could say which was vanilla at the time I ordered a strawberry milkshake and a vanilla milkshake and a chocolate milkshake, I believe. And it's a pinned tweet on my Twitter still to this day, but I ordered without stuttering. And so that was a first in my life. Uh, I had never really ordered a restaurant without stuttering. And so uh, that's why it's a pinned tweet. And stuttering has been a part of my life for a long time. And I think that it's something that I've owned, but something that I'm grateful for too because it, it brings others humor, it brings others laughter, and I'm thankful for stuttering for that reason. Yep, and you can find the video at on Twitter at golf. <laughs> I know, I know you're just trying to get a shout out on your Twitter, you know, but mm-hmm. it's fine. Um, so we were playing together at in Arizona at the Arizona State uh tournament and in round three on hole 10 some kind of exchange happened uh do you mind telling what happens on that t-box yeah i think that uh so i was playing with ryan and it was a, a a tournament where the format was you play with 
somebody on, on your team. And so Ryan and I were paired together and Kush McGraw was walking with us. And I think it was a wake up call for, for both of us. I think that Ryan and I are, are both emotional in our own separate ways on the golf course. Uh, and, uh, and, and in terms of the past, it was a little more uh, noticeable during that tournament. We were both frustrated. We both, or we both weren't uh, playing to our potential. And so I think coach had a stern talking to us on that hole because he wanted us to perform better on the back nine. And I think looking back, I was very frustrated with how the events went down, but um, now being more mature, I completely understand how coach handled it. It was very needed. And I think it, it, it made Ryan and I better. Uh, he was just upset with how we were handling ourselves, and more importantly, representing Baylor. And I think to this day, we have both represented Baylor a lot better than uh, maybe we, we used to. <laughs> yeah, I think we were both just a little frustrated. Uh, coach got on to us pretty well, but it was definitely well-deserved in the way that uh, he handled it and got on to us. And, uh, you know, I think we're all better because of it. Sure. So uh, Brandon Hoff, a teammate of ours, he plays for Baylor. He asks, what is your best memory from Little Longhorns? That was a long time ago, Brandon. Uh, I've known Brandon for way too long, probably since fifth grade. And uh, one of the screensavers that I had on my phone for a long time was uh, Brandon and I holding a trophy when I was in fifth grade and he was probably in third grade. Uh, and so I think the biggest memory I had that was probably the first time I've ever been on a team, on a team where I could compete, on a team where our coach was testing our scores each week. And so to answer your question, Brandon, I think that that's probably a time in my life where I've never beaten somebody so badly um, that I can remember it still. And so I don't think I, I don't think you ever beat me in any competition, uh, whether it was short game, putting, irons, driver or score. And so that's really tough that you had to uh, ask that question. And I feel sorry for you for asking that. But, yeah, that's what I probably uh, remember the most. Wow. Savage there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I don't know how to start off this question, but how much hypothetically – would it take for you to drink your own urine? Do you think like, I don't know, $60, $80, somewhere in that range? Um, in terms of NCAA rules, uh, no money. Uh, okay. but I have drank my own urine, and okay. it was very much worth it. It like watered-down lemonade. Okay. Uh, I would do it again. I would really do it again. I really? think it's, it's a – it's a, it's a taste that many people wouldn't like to endure, but I did it uh, at Olympia Fields in the parking lot. Yep. And for, uh, for the viewers out there, if you're out of water, it's not a bad go-to. <laughs> Just the first time, though, apparently. So we played a match against each other at the AJGA Polo Match Play. 
and uh, you beat me. Um, is there any regret for beating me or anything? Do you feel anything from that from that match? There's no regret at all because you're at Baylor because of that match. Uh, I think that you were so beat down because I beat you that after the match, I hugged you in a time where you didn't want to be hugged. And because yeah, you, it hurt. Yeah. And because you felt my sympathy, my encouragement, and my love, you came to Baylor. Uh, and so that was, honestly, that was a big stepping stone in my career. Um, and I'm sure it, uh, it was because I, I didn't really feel confidence in myself and because of, you know, how much I respected your game and how much I respect, you know, Spencer Seussman and Matt Wolf and those guys that I beat that week. I think that was a big week for me because I learned that I am capable of, you know, beating some of the top players in the world. And, and during that time, it was the junior world. But uh, I think nowadays, I think looking back, I, I'm very ungrateful for that week. And I, I've, I've learned to appreciate the golf I played that week. And I, I, I really do look back um, on that week and who I beat. And uh, yes, I beat you, but I think it, it's, it's crazy how, how God works and how we are um, now at the same university. And so I think that's pretty special. Yeah, I was, as much as I hate losing, I mean, if I had to lose to one person, it would probably be you. <laughs> so your favorite fruit, is it mango or cucumber? Neither. Neither. Probably apple. I mean, that's the only fruit I eat. <laughs> probably apples. I'm not very healthy, but if I have to eat fruit, it's probably apples. Apples. Okay. <laughs> um, and then, you know, kind of just to end each uh, podcast that I'm doing, people send in their questions from Twitter. So uh, you got a couple good questions here. From at Twitch user 4020, yes, what's your KD ratio? Golly, it's so bad. Um, If you go look at my Twitch bio, which is also the Stutter King 18, for those of you listening, uh, (laughs) please give me a follow. I'm trying to get affiliate. Uh, It's it's a great grind. Uh, My KD in Warzone is right around one. And my KD in resurgence is right about 1.5. And so uh, it's not good at all. Nowhere near where I want to be, but we're striving every day for affiliate. That's all that matters. So go follow me, please. Yeah. I mean, I remember it was just last week and we were in uh, Laredo and I was rooming with Colin and he was like, uh call or cooper's not very good at this uh twitch and playing video games but the only reason i watch him is because i know him so yes sir we're all asking you just to maybe get a little better that's all we're asking for i'm I'm grinding don't don't worry all right um next question comes from at not the real baylor compliance they ask why are you so bad at taking drug tests Oh God. Uh, I've taken, so I've been at Baylor since 2016 and it's now 2021. My first drug test came last fall. Uh, I woke up two hours before having to pee and I stayed up all two hours and I peed. Um, 
but recently I had a drug test out of the blue and I had rehab before and I completely forgot that I had a drug test that morning and I went to the bathroom before I had rehab and after rehab I quickly realized that I had a, a drug test following that and it took me an hour and a half to pee and so I don't know the answer to why I'm bad I think that I don't I'm not a morning person and so I guess that I forgot that I had a drug test yeah I mean I think it's important to say that it's not because you're worried about failing a drug test it's more <laughs> just going pee in front of someone while they're looking at you that's the best way to put it yeah so uh Next question comes from at Baylor Cheer Anonymous. I have no idea who this is, okay. um, but they ask, when are you having kids? Good question. Um, I think I'll have kids right around the time Colin and Brady get engaged, um, which could be probably 10 years from now. Uh, uh, and that's not a shot towards Colin. That's not a shot towards Brandy, but I think that you know, there's a real good chance that, you know, by the time I'm 33 or 32, uh, could have had kids, you know, before then. Okay. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Uh, <laughs> the next question comes from at Mr. Ben underscore the poet. Yeah. If you know who that is. Yep. Um, he asks, how many times have you shot under par? Um, well, at Ben underscore the poet. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I've shot more rounds under par at home than I have in competition, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's a cop-out answer, but I'll give that one to you. All right, the last question <laughs> comes from at shakenbake4421. Yes, sir. I played video games with that guy. So you know who that is? I do. Yes. How did you win the tournament in Houston from across the line? Whatever Great. that may mean to you. Great question. Uh, I think that the biggest or the best advice that I've ever given to somebody was to Travis Wolf. Uh, and that was to hang back and, and, and to swing right and hit hard draws, hard draws. And so my freshman year, I was a big hooker of the ball. I, I played a baby hook. It wasn't a big draw. It wasn't a little draw. It was a, it was a, a baby hook. But I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I swing pretty similar to Matthew Wool. And, you know, my club head was pretty close to my head uh, at, at the top of my swing. But you know, I battled that, you know, I, I faced ad, ad, adversity and, you know, I won my first college tournament like that. And, you know, it's, it's definitely something I'm trying to get back to. If, you know, if, if, if I'm going to compete against Matthew Wolf, I better swing like him, you know? So that's what I got to say. When all else fails, just make sure you swing across the line. <laughs> well, Cooper, I appreciate it. Uh, your time and this interview. Um, I think we're all wishing you the best of luck in your future and pro golf and planning this wedding. I think, you know, we're all kind of nervous and I'm sure it'll be great, but we're all happy for you and wishing you the best of luck. Thank you, Cooper.
Thank you, Ryan, for having me on. And uh, yeah, I really hope that I'm good at saying yes in terms of wedding planning.